0: Welcome to episode 114 of The Space In Between, and today we have a very special guest, Ashley, who will be joining us in just a moment. And this is a really special episode, uh, not just because she's a special guest, but also because a lot of you out there have asked me, what is this self-discovery session that you're offering, Phoebe? And I thought, well, why don't we show you? So today I Ashley has volunteered her time, her energy and her story and in letting you all see into what a self-discovery session looks like and feels like. So you'll get to experience that firsthand with Ashley. And if you're interested at the end of this episode and want to dive into your own self-discovery session, you can go ahead and and I'll give you more information at the end of this on how you can go about doing that privately or within a group setting. But Remember, my friends, we love for you to be a part of this community in some way. So if you enjoy this podcast, subscribe. If you are not already subscribing, share with a friend, especially if this session you feel that somebody out there that you know is is in need for a session like this, share this episode with them and write us a review over at your, if you're at Apple podcast or anywhere else at our website, we would greatly appreciate it and love to hear from you. Uh, and we have a few other things happening in Nomadland, but I'm going to, yeah, tell you a little bit about them now in the social media world. Uh, we're over at Clubhouse. I've been hanging out at Clubhouse a lot. We just had a week retreat at Clubhouse where it's hosting morning and evening sessions with some awesome people. But if you missed out on that and you want to come over to Clubhouse, if you're not already there, you can also send me a private message. I have some invites. If I know you, I'll share an invite or two with you. But find our club, the Nomad Collective. We're going to be doing more regular rooms uh, starting now, starting this week. They probably already have, we'll have a schedule based on that retreat week. So go ahead and you can find our club and see what that schedule is and, and find out more. And if you're over hanging out at Facebook, we have a new Facebook group as well called The Nomad Collective with Phoebe Leona, so you can go and hang out there with all of us. And if you're ready to dive in and have some one-on-one and FaceTime with us, join our community membership. This is our monthly membership where we host monthly gatherings and movement ceremonies and so much more over there, and we have that conversation going on all month long so you can go over to nomad always at home to find out more about how to join our community membership as well as who are you becoming and other amazing programs and courses that we have going on over there so go ahead visit nomad at but first before you do go ahead and let's experience a self-discovery session with ashley All right, I am here with Ashley, and Ashley is another beautiful volunteer for our self-discovery session today, so how are you, Ashley?
1: I'm doing well, yeah, thank you for having me today.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious to know, before we kind of dive into the session, and we'll do a little centering before it, and I'll share what we're going to be doing, but I'm curious to know what brought you to sign up for this experience.
1: Um, I've been on this, this self-discovery journey for a while, and I don't know, I just feel like maybe connecting with you and going through this process with you might, might help move me further
0: along okay okay good so we'll explore where you're stuck and where we're gonna go okay good so what the session's gonna be like today just so you have an idea is i sent you a questionnaire ahead of time just some questions to sit with and um and we're gonna dance around those questions but we might go in other little rabbit holes and trails uh but those are just starting points so We'll use that to dive in. And then the second part of the, the experience together is I'll, I'll show you or share with you some practices that I feel might be of service to you to, so that you can integrate into your daily life and, um, and ground you and, and get you to those places that you wanna go. How does that sound? It sounds great. Yeah. Okay, good. So, what we're going to do just first, just so you and I already connected a little bit before, but we'll just bring your energy together and anyone listening, they can kind of enter into the space with us. So, let's do a short centering. So, I'm going to invite you today just to place your hand somewhere on your body that might need a little bit extra support or guidance. And if it feels comfortable to close your eyes, you can close your eyes. And we'll just take our three collective breaths. So a deep breath in through your nose. And a big exhale, sigh out. And just allow your bones to land where you are now. And again, another full breath in to fill up your container. And this time as you exhale, see if you can soften within the space of your container. And this time as you inhale, breathe intentionally into your hands, wherever they might be. Breathe into your hands. And as you exhale, let your hands receive, or the body rather, receive the hands. Just let them soak into your body for a few more breaths as you return to your natural breath. And we'll just take a couple more breaths before we transition into sharing today. Just allow yourself to be quiet here and listen to any messages from within that might be a sensation in the body, a thought or an emotion. Just see what comes up for you here right now. And then When you feel, if there was a message being received, when you feel that you've received that, you can begin to lightly blink the eyes open. Okay. So, welcome. How are you feeling right now?
1: I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good, really calm and relaxed and grounded in this in this space okay did what was what
0: were you feeling if you remember now before you transitioned um what were you feeling just before that before you got on here i'm
1: just a little anxious about just the session and how it's gonna go (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay cool
0: what does anxious feel like for you and your body
1: um (laughs) Just like this sense of nervousness, maybe like um, a fluttering in my chest or um, not necessarily like a tightening, but just like this buildup of something going on in my chest, usually.
0: yeah. Yeah. And I noticed that when you did the centering, you had your hands actually placed on your chest. So how did that feel when you, you know, even just the longer breaths that we took, but you also had that support of the hands? How did that um, resonate with you or... Help you.
1: Um, I think it really just kind of helped with that grounding, helped kind of ease some of that anxiety. Um, so just just the the physical act of having the hands there just gave me a sense of like security, like this is this is okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you, I mean, we won't go too deep right now into what you're what your practice already is, but I know that you have a pretty strong practice in terms of yoga and meditation. So um, was this at all, anything that felt new or different compared and not to like judge it or label it, but just, um, is it something that feels familiar? Does it feel something new?
1: It definitely feels familiar, but it's something that, I probably need to implement or you know practice more often. Yeah, myself
0: <laughs> included. I understand that completely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, some of the questions we—is there anything actually before I go into that? Is there anything else that you want to share in that centering? I also asked about the message that you received. Was there anything there for you?
1: Um, no, really. It was just you know, like I said, just that grounding and that safety and security, like that, that was kind of what I was hearing was like, this is, you know, this is a safe space. You, you can relax. Mm,
0: Nice. Good. And so, yes, we had a few questions for you to kind of sit with before we came together. And so the first question was how, um, what hopes do you have in connecting with your body in a new way and, or in transforming your life? And you don't have to refer back to that or if there is something new, you can share that too. Yeah,
1: really just understanding who I am, finding myself and, you know, not labeling, not labeling me as, you know, as a mom or, you know, I, I need to find who I am. And that's, you know, why I was really interested in doing this session. And so connecting in these different ways might help me to just figure out where, like, where should I go in life? Where's, what's my next path? Because I feel like I'm in this transition period that I've been in for so long and I can't get out of it. And it's because there's all these doors that are available and I don't know which one to to take. And so I'm hoping that, you know, connecting in this way will help just identify where my next path is.
0: Okay. I love this. So when you're saying, so how long, first of all, how long has this transition been for you? What was, what, what kind of marked that if there was a mark?
1: Yeah. So the mark, the mark for me was leaving my career of 12 years. Um, so, you know, I was, I was in the army for 12 years. It was a fulfilling career. I had two children during that time and there became a point where I knew it was time for me to leave. And it took me probably about two to three years to actually make that transition um, because I was trying to figure out what, what was next? Like, where do I go from here? And I'm still in that transition period of wondering like, what's the next step for me? So I left, um back in 2019 october um so it's been almost you know like a year and a half i guess you'd say yeah. um and i just feel like i'm still stuck in that transition like i can't i can't figure out my next step
0: mm. and it's interesting too cuz i do know a little bit that there's been a lot of shifts and changes during that time too so it's interesting that you have been doing a lot of movement in your life and making changes but you still feel stuck it sounds like
1: yeah um
0: so i'm curious to know when you said you knew back you know a couple of years ago before you transitioned out but when you knew that that decision of it was time to leave what Mm -hmm. did knowing feel like to you
1: um i felt like i was in a position that just was not fulfilling like i was unhappy Um, I would come home from work and just, I felt like I had accomplished nothing, (laughs) you know, like just there came a point where, where this career that I loved previously no longer fulfilled me. It wasn't serving me. It wasn't, um, a passion of mine. And, um, you know, I, I knew that once my husband and I started having a family or, you know, starting our family that things would be different and there was, there were going to be sacrifices made. And we were for the most part working through those pretty well, but at, at a point it was, it was too much for me emotionally. I was, um, you know, I felt I was missing out on very important things or, you know, in the kids' lives or I was constantly sending them to my parents. And um, that was really starting to weigh heavily on me. I just felt like my role as a mother was not being fulfilled in the way that that I believe I was called to be. And so now I had this disconnect between my career and my family life.
0: Okay. So it's interesting because there's the disconnect. There was this not feeling like, okay, in the situation, the words you're using as unhappy, not accomplishing anything, not feeling fulfilled. So there was Mm -hmm. a bit of discourse, disconnection. That's what you felt like. I know that something has to change. Exactly. And so you're, you've been in this transition since then. And I'm wondering, you know, when you're waiting for all those doors that you said, where there are all these doors about to open, um, is there an expectation of, of the knowing about that next step? Does that make sense?
1: I feel like the expectation is external. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, for me, I, I've always felt like I kind of just flow like, I find something that's of interest to me, and I and I gravitate towards that. But I feel like externally, I'm being told, "Well, wh- what's your next step? What are you going to do next? Like, why are we still here?" Yeah. You know, those kind of questions come up, um, and it feels as though like all these outside influences are telling me I have to make a, a choice right now.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting to me because I'm listening to you and you were saying the knowing was that you were missing out on your family and you've had this during this transition, that's what you've been doing, especially the past year pandemic, right? You've been full (laughs) on with your family, Um, no escape of that. And, um, and you're kind of committing to that again, because you'll be coming a mother soon again, too. Um, yep. <laughs> so I'm just, do you're, are you feeling
1: fulfilled in that role? What? I would say that I, I am fulfilled, but I feel like there's a piece missing. Okay. Yeah. Like I definitely, like, I love what I'm doing, you know, at this time, mostly primarily because of the pandemic, I decided to homeschool the kids and I absolutely love it. And we were, you know, we're discussing putting them in school and I'm kind of like, do I, do I want to (laughs) like, I'm really enjoying it. But at the same time, there's like something else that is just missing Mm. there. You know, I, and being able to find that again has always just been hard.
0: Yeah. Do you don't have any sort of inkling of what, what it is that's missing?
1: Well, I've always want I've wanted to have something for myself. And, and, and what I mean by that is kind of, I want to, to have, um, something that I can show to say, I have accomplished this. Mm-hmm. And maybe that be, you know, running a successful business or, um, you know, the, teaching yoga and being fulfilled in that, which is something that I love to do, but obviously we haven't been doing that very much during the pandemic. So I don't know if that is a path I want to go down um, per se, but just having something that is my own, not feeling like I have to depend on someone else, Mm -hmm. either financially or emotionally. Like I want to have something that gives me joy that also you know, supports me. And I don't feel like, I mean, obviously I don't have that right now because I'm not doing much of anything, (laughs) but, you know, um, I think that's what the missing piece is, is just finding what, what would fulfill me in that way. What would bring me those, you know, fulfill those needs for me.
0: Yeah. And I know, I I know you per, a little bit personally, so I see I see you're doing a lot. I see at least you know, and social media has <laughs> yeah. a, a whole it's a little dis- like world of illusion of its own, right? But yeah. and I know who you are, um, in that respect of of being true to what you're showing us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm wondering what you're showing to the world, what you're offering to the world. Has that been? any sort of joy like you said and is it giving you some sort of support um in a way that is like is it an inkling of it or are you still like i'm going down this door that's opening i'm not quite sure Uh, or is it just the matter of timing and confidence
1: i think it's ultimately timing and confidence like I feel like it's, it's starting to bring me that joy that I need. But at the same time, I'm trying to balance everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you said, I am bringing, you know, I'm going to have another child in the next couple of months. And so is this the right time to start, you know, building this, this, yeah. you know, this thing for me, yeah. um, or should it be after I have the baby, um, and so I feel as though I know which path, like the path I want to take,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but is this timing right? Okay. Should I be waiting?
0: Okay. Okay, good. So this is these are the questions we've been kind of asking in terms of connecting closer to the transformation of your life. Now mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, because we haven't really talked fully oh. about your body, like connecting to the experience of your body. And because you are going through a huge transformation right now yeah. with your body, What, um, what has that experience been like or what are you excited about connecting even more intimately with it?
1: Um, I guess just going deeper, just getting deeper within myself, um, and being able to connect with myself on that level. I, I tend to like shut off feelings to, be able to, you know, get through the day or to show that I'm strong and capable enough to, you know, handle what's going on in the home or outside of the home. And so I don't tune in to what's going on inside my body or, you know, emotionally or physically with myself. So that, I mean, that's something I would definitely want to do more of.
0: Okay. So it's, it's not just emotional, it's also physical. Mm -hmm. so when you're you know are you paying attention to just like the basics of like it's time to eat do you have yeah yeah
1: Yeah. I mean for the most part yes there are times where I am so focused on everyone else Mm -hmm. that I might think you know it's two o'clock I haven't eaten in three or four hours like I need to (laughs) take that time and so I do find that there are there are moments where I am neglecting my basic needs.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I'm wondering when I'm hearing you speak, because you're talking about the externals, right? You're talking about a lot of these things of what you want to be your own. Mm -hmm. But then there's this contrast when you're talking about your body and it's almost like you're not even, you're not claiming your own body. And in fact, it's not even really your body, right? I mean, it is your body, but it's a home (laughs) for another body growing inside of you. And I'm just, I'm curious to see a little bit about that when we sit and look at some practices together of how you can maybe start there. How can you start to claim, this is my own, right? My body is my own. And then we can look at the externals, right? The externals of, I want to have, some sort of purpose in terms of that that brings me joy and support. Uh, how can we instill that in you right now in the connection to your body? How can you feel supported in your body? How can you feel joy in your body um, before we jump to the, the, that other thing outside of your body? What does yeah. that feel like for you when I say that?
1: And it's, it's definitely what I, I know I need to do
0: yeah
1: it's it's something that you know is important but you just don't do you know and so yeah finding ways to be able to you know make that easier for myself make it maybe almost like second nature like okay I need to do this like that is definitely something I would I I need
0: (laughs) do you want it or do you do you also do you feel that you need it and want it
1: yeah, I definitely want it. And I think, you know, I have some tools that I use, but just being able to, incre- you know, build up that that toolbox so that I have other resources that I can go to yeah. is is what I would say that I really want.
0: Okay, cool. Um, Well, what are some, while we're here, what are some of your healthy, uh, I call them healthy resources, but what are some uh, self-care practices what is, what's out there that you you integrate already?
1: Um, exercise is big for me. I've always been very big into exercise. Um, running when I'm not pregnant, <laughs> um, but running was, you know, is very huge for me. I, I um, you know, exercise, running, meditation. I do about a five to 10 minute meditation every night before bed to just kind of, you know, get rid of everything that was going on during the day, mentally check out from the day, um, mm-hmm. is what I use the meditation for, um, just some basic breathing techniques I do throughout the day, especially when I feel like that anxiety start to creep in. So that, so those are usually what I do. Okay.
0: And you know what, when you just said the meditation, get rid of everything and check out, is there something that you bring in to fill that space in a way?
1: Not usually, I just want, like, I want a clear head. I want everything to be clear. And, you know, because, because of how busy life is, I have so much going through my head. Mm. And when I, and that's particularly why I do the meditation at night, because I want to just have a clear slate that I can go to sleep with Okay. and not feel worried. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Good. Um, and while we're here, are there any unhealthy resources, <laughs>
1: any guilty pleasures out there? <laughs> um. I would say, you know, if we're talking about just like during stressful times, I find that my, I guess you could say my unhealthy like resources are just, they're all anger related. I might Mm -hmm. pick a fight with someone or an argument, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with someone close to me just to kind of have the gratification of winning it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, I don't really look for external things. I don't grab something or reach for something as a resource. It's usually I need to feel better about this. So I'm going to start an argument with you to, in order to feel good. Mm. Yeah.
0: What? Oh, this is good. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. So, can we back up to, and you can use one specific example or you could, you know, stay general for yourself. But Mm -hmm. when you're in those moments, when you're sitting there and you go, okay, it's time to pick a fight, what is happening? Do you know what's happening? Is there a pattern of what that little trigger is?
1: So, it's usually. I would say that I am just extremely stressed and I feel a lot of times that those around me notice that I'm stressed, but don't do anything to help. I'm the type of person that doesn't really ask for help. I just, Mm -hmm. you know, hope that you help me out. And if you, if you don't, then, you know, and the stress builds up, then I'm like, all right, I'm going to say something here that's going to, you know, might trigger a little bit of anger in this other person. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it'll bring up an argument that ultimately I'm gonna win because I I know I've already played this out in my head okay. about how it's gonna go. All
0: right. <laughs> Don't pick up <that> on Ashley. <laughs> okay, so that's really that's really interesting. So you're feeling super extra, super stressed. You're not feeling seen and heard, but you also feel like they are seeing it, but just not responding to it. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's not their problem. It's something that I need to deal with. Yeah. And so they just, you know.
0: Okay. So, uh, okay, now I'm getting a little bit clearer vision of it. So there, it's not like you're running around in circles and... You know, complete because what I was seeing before was like this Ashley, like with all these different hands, like moving around kind of (laughs) chaotically, and then somebody just kind of watching you and just watching you spin and Mm -hmm. not feeling seen and heard, and then they just kind of go about their business. But there is some sort of interplay with the with this person.
1: I would I would say that that your first depiction is correct. Like okay. I'm all over the place and they're just kind of like watching okay.
0: from the sideline and okay. Yeah. Okay. And so you're so you decide while you're in the midst of this chaos to like poke your head out and poke them mm-hmm. and bring them into the met, the ball of chaos. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in a way isn't that external?
1: Mm. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm bringing someone else in. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: yeah, it's not like reaching for a bottle of alcohol or reaching for that, like naughty food or that binge watching right. TV, but it was also this other person outside of your little kind of little ball of chaos. Yeah. i into it. Um, how does that feel for you?
1: It's definitely a different way of looking at it, for sure, for me. Because I was thinking, you know, external would be reaching for something, like you said, like reaching for the bottle of alcohol or something. But I am, I guess I am technically reaching for this person and saying, all right, get in here. I'm I'm ready to fight. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I am not going to piss you off. (laughs) Well, what I'm hoping is that we could give you some tools today. So that you don't go out and poke those poke the bears, as I I used to say. You know, like yeah. with sp- people like you, I was like, don't go poke the bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like let's die- oh, they're in a space. Don't poke them, okay? Yeah. So let's get you to a place where you can find that steadiness, uh, that balance. And actually, it's really interesting. You used the word balance earlier. And I might've have shared this quote with you before. I actually just wrote to um, another person, a colleague that you and I have about balance Um, is this is a quote that came to me from my teacher was balance is being able to be the one that is still in the midst of the chaos. So you can Mm -hmm. have all this energy around you, but you're the one you're like the eye of the storm and you can be that center and hold that space for everything. And it's also this idea of holding, you know, the same level of intensity of two opposites. Uh, Mm. So how does that feel for you?
1: I feel like, like, I love that, that explanation of it. And I feel almost as if that's what I, that's what I strive to do Mm. in my life, in my home. And, Even from the outside, I feel as though a lot of friends that I have are like, how are you managing it? How are you able to balance it? But internally, for me, Mm -hmm. I'm not balancing it. Mm -hmm. On the outside, it's definitely balanced. Okay, But there's a lot that's built up inside.
0: Yeah. I'm curious to know, do you uh, find pleasure in other people thinking that, like, how does she do all this? Do you find pleasure in that?
1: um, probably, yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I mean, I I like looking like I have my life together, right? I, I like that idea. I like that feeling. Um, but ultimately, I don't, you know, and it's 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 something that I have to, I mean, I think that's, that's where that anger comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I am managing things on the outside, but internally I'm holding all this, this baggage. I'm holding all the, um, you know, the stress and the craziness that's going on around me.
0: Yeah. It's there. It's interesting. Cause you're kind of telling two different stories, right? You have this, mm-hmm. I'm running around, I'm running around, I'm running around. Why aren't they noticing me that I need help? And you go and poke the bear and or they poke you. I don't know where it is and where it is anymore. But then you also want an, another uh, like another layer around that of everybody seeing you do all this but you being every you know everything's easy and perfect. And so it's almost like you have this wall where you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable
1: mm.
0: and allow that help in because you also have to say on the exterior, "Oh, everything is fine." Everything's fine here. I'm good.
1: Yes. Yeah. I actually, I I really feel that. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Yeah. Because, you know, I have, I've had moments where I'm like, you know, somebody might reach out and say, Oh, do you need help here? And I'm like, Nope, I got it. (laughs) Like, but, but it's like, (laughs) because i want to be able to i want to be able to show people that i can handle it mm-hmm. but i think internally my body is saying i need help i need you to help me
0: yeah i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing because i used to be the same way and i got huge chills down my body when you started laughing because i'm glad that you find a little bit of humor in this because that means that you're open to change and you know what i what my wish for you is that you're you're recognizing it now and we're making space for that change to occur because Mm -hmm. what we don't want is that you break right you are the one that breaks in the midst of it because what happened, and I'll share with my personal story, and you know a little bit of it, is that I was doing that to an extent that my whole world had to crash and burn in yeah. order for me to go, oh wow, I need somebody to help me. And I and it was like I was on my knees and like there was no hiding the facade. And so what we want to make sure for you is that your world doesn't have to get to that point. So yeah. how can yeah. we find that that peace within you? Not so I'm I'm pure and I'm like that eye of the storm, but also to say those moments where you're not feeling so great. Hey, somebody come in, uh-huh. not as an, a place of anger, but of a place of being just simply vulnerable and saying, uh-huh. "I need, I do need your help here," and allowing them to feel safe to come in and help you.
1: Uh-huh. Right, because
0: when there's that anger, they won't feel safe to come in and help you. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that that vulner, vulnerability piece also comes from, you know, just that career that I've had too, you know, like yeah. you don't want to be vulnerable in the military. Yeah, and, You know, we tend to show that we can do all the things and, you know, we want our superiors to see that we're able to manage everything and carry everything on our own shoulders yeah. a lot of times. And so I think that's kind of spilled over into my personal life. And it, and it does, I mean, it is hard for me to be vulnerable.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, this word vulnerable is I mean, because of I think Brene Brown basically has shifted our perception of vulnerability, because even military or not, that was not a good word. (laughs) That was not a good word, right? Oh, she's so vulnerable. Oh, don't tell her that she's going to break. She's so weak. And, you know, she, you know, that was, that was my perception of vulnerability too, for, for a period of time in my life for a whole other story that we're not going into. But, um, but for you, yeah, you have that career that built up never to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also think, you know, being a mom, moms i i think i might have even shared this in your group i can't remember but i feel like moms have the hardest job of all and you all build so many walls <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's like i have to outdo neighbor or mother number five or whatever right, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? it's always like well my birthday part my child's birthday party is going to be even better than you know other children's, yeah. so um, there is something I'm hoping for you all that that, you know, you're, that's been a disservice. So I'm hoping that there is some shift in this buzzword of vulnerability of sharing and maybe mm-hmm. even during the pandemic um, where everybody's been sort of brought to their knees and in a way. Um, yeah. So. What we're going to look at in a little bit is just maybe some ways that you could create a safe place first for yourself in your in your body, in your own personal space, where you can just feel whatever you're feeling, allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, um, but then also to have that space that's safe for other people to come in, right? to create that safe place for other people to come into it to be of service to you. And then also Mm -hmm. even play with, okay, this is not, (laughs) this doesn't feel good right now, right? Instead of, you know, being scared because there are going to be moments where you'll still feel scared and that anger of wanting to poke them, right? What are some other healthy ways to kind of let them know that, okay, I might need help, but I'm not quite sure how to let you in right now right Mm -hmm. because that's also a phase too you might not be able to just be like hey it's a safe place come on and help me right that that transition in between it of finding the safe place for you to just say hey i'm not cool right now um but leave me alone for a little bit i've got this and then i won't start a fight with you and then
1: maybe we can talk later (laughs) right
0: (laughs) um so we'll kind of play around with that in a moment but how is that feeling for you
1: that feels good. It's definitely, I think what I, you know, kind of what I came here for too, you know, just, I like that, that idea of that transition, yeah. um, not necessarily just like completely being vulnerable, but being able to kind of transition into that.
0: Yeah. Um, but before we kind of draw out a little roadmap for you, um, mm-hmm. there's another question we had and, and it's been sort of bubbling up throughout this conversation, but just to going to look at it more directly, if there is a fear in what might come up in connecting with your body in a different way or taking steps to make change in your life, are there any fears in this transition we're, we're sort of talking about right now?
1: Yeah, I would say that the fear is really just moving out of the my comfort zone. Um, you know, fear of the unknown and just I guess you'd say like exposing myself to like my truth, hmm. finding what that is, and and being exposed to it.
0: Are you so you're exposing yourself to your truth? You said,
1: yeah, because I feel like ultimately I'm kind of shutting that down, like that part of me. Yeah, I have put a a boundary over or around. So yeah. Being able to identify my, my, like, where, who I want to be and where I want to go. I feel like I've kind of, you know, put that in a little box and tucked it away. And just like going through this process, I'm, I think I was, I'm, I was a little nervous about opening that box and finding out, you know, where should I go or who should I be?
0: Are you, is there, and you don't, if you don't feel comfortable telling me, um, mm-hmm. But is there something that you're afraid to see? Like, is there something specific if you were to open that box?
1: Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just maybe seeing that some areas that I've taken, some paths that I've taken in life are not where I should be. And maybe that, I need to venture off in a different direction,
0: yeah. Okay. And does that new direction feel, um, it sounds like it, it feels like it, it might be scary or it, or is it that it might be good, but it's going to be letting other people down in terms of, um, like scary for you, but then this other way of looking at it is, is that it could bring you a lot of joy, but it might kind of, um, maybe it has something to do with expectations of
1: others. Yeah, i I think it ultimately for me could bring more joy or happiness. I think that externally it could create, I don't know, a rift or just tension and other problems with those around me.
0: Okay. Okay. So I feel like what we want to find first is we want to sit in that space. We want to reclaim the joy for you in that space Mm -hmm. of your body and that space of you know your your immediate little bubble of life uh in a way that is not destructive to yourself or to others right not to be like i'm you know claim my joy and screw everybody in my way right like really just ha- be able to find the joy within you and 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 enjoy yourself in a way that you don't feel that it's unsafe for other people right Right. Um, so we'll sit with that a little bit and, and kind of look at what that could be. And then what we'll do is, you know, those moments where it's not feeling connected, that you're feeling stressed, we'll take that that route in terms of, OK, now how do I create that safe place for me and for others to help me? Mm-hmm. Um, When you do feel that stress that we were talking about, and and maybe there's some like post traumatic involved or just triggers of the moment that moment what does it feel like in your body
1: um I, I guess i can go back to that the feeling i had in the beginning where i was saying it feels like this fluttering in the chest okay. um it really you know i i can tell when when the stress is building up because of that, like that flutter, um, I might start to, um, I don't know. I don't know how to really put it into words, but just, I just start to feel angry. Like this anger is just bubbling up inside of me. Um, and
0: mm -hmm. no, go ahead.
1: Sorry. I could either go like one of two ways with that feeling. It's a lot of times it does turn into anger and, you know, kind of like I was saying where I, where I, I create these arguments that, you know, out of nowhere, but it can also turn into just like this crying fit of rage. I would say where like, I'm so emotionally overwhelmed now that I'm just crying and, screaming at whomever is there to listen um but the the feeling is just almost a sense of like lot like a loss of control mm-hmm. and you know, just not being able to emotionally um I guess, function with, you know, whoever's around me or the person near me at the time.
0: Yeah. So, well, we're, I think you and I have done a little bit of um, here and now I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So we'll we'll do a little bit of that in a moment. Um, Okay. Before we go into some of the practices, uh, I also had asked you if there was just a story that you wanted to share or an alter item that has a story attached. If there's something there that you want to share, um, it can doesn't have to be related to what we've been talking about up until now.
1: And it um, have to be to I think the story really was just, I kind of already touched upon it earlier with you know just changing from this career Uh, that's been more recently the biggest shift Yeah, just the story of, you know, the transition that I've been going through um, and kind of what led me to it. Um, You know, I was unhappy. I was starting to see, you know, I I think you see it with no matter what you do in life, you know, as you kind of go up in the ranks and you you see another view of your organization. Mm. And I was starting to see, something that just didn't, wasn't in line with how I felt. It wasn't in line with my morals or my views. Um, And there was a lot of times where I just felt conflicted and I had to try and figure out how to manage that, like how to be a good officer and still, you know, be in line with what, what, what was good and moral to me. Um, and that's where, you know, I think I really started to become unhappy um, along with, you know, just the other external things of dealing with children and stuff. But like inter- like within my career, it was, I was, it was becoming less and less in line with what I felt was right. Mm-hmm. And it was really hard for me to make that decision to leave because I felt I was so passionate about this prior to, you know, when I first came in, I loved it. I did some very cool, exciting things and I had great time and it made great relationships. And there's so much um, to be said about the time I've had in the army. But then as I began, you know, like I said, as I began to rise up in the ranks, it was like, okay, I see, I see how this goes. Mm. And I just don't know if it, I can continue being a part of an organization like this, yeah. and that was really hard for me. Um, and I, I, I could probably attribute that as well to, you know, why it took me so long to, um, to actually make that transition out because I was so conflicted as to, you know, maybe things will change, maybe if I go to a different unit, I'll see something else and it'll like restore my faith in, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everything. Um, but when I ultimately moved, it did not do that. So yeah. it was, it was then that I was like, okay, this decision to leave is, is necessary. It has to happen now. Yeah. Um, and so I wouldn't necessarily call that traumatic, but it has had a big impact on, my overall just being able to to identify who I am because I have been in that world for so long and now I'm here saying, well, who am I now? Mm-hmm. Where do I go? What do I do? And while I am happy just being a mom, I'm not, I don't want that to be my title. Ashley, the mom, you know, I've lived so so long of my adult life having all these other titles Mm -hmm. that just to me saying you are a mom is not I don't know almost not prestigious and I'm not saying that in a negative way just I think it's in comparison to what my life was like before I feel as though I'm not on that same level and so I just kind of struggle with trying to figure out where, who I am and what I need to do or where I should go.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, When I was listening to you, I was really picturing this younger version of you who, who looked complete. You had this job Mm -hmm. that was, you were, that was fulfilling. It wasn't making you, it wasn't, it it was a part of you. And it was such, um, you felt very fulfilled and you felt like you had purpose. And then when you were continuing your story, I just saw you almost fragmented, like you were breaking mm-hmm. apart and getting kind of pulled in, in various directions or, or what you, the words you were saying were like um, disjointed and disconnected. And so I was kind of just seeing you more fragmented, not like being pulled in different directions, but my, you just like, not like, kind of cracked and not really quite fit together. Mm-hmm. And so with you stepping away it, and you're looking for what you've been saying is like you're looking for that other thing and you you were seeing you bringing children into this world would be fulfilling but that hasn't quite fulfilled you in that way that you had before. But and I think that you are a beautiful mom and I know that you love that. Um, but what I'm, what I think, what we need to find for you is how can we get Ashley not fragmented to be whole again, just for you, not a role that you're playing as mom or as business owner. But how can we get you to be fulfilled as you, and then all that other stuff is is like the like the little. Things that fill in the cracks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your children will fill in the cracks. Your job will fill in the cracks. But it's not like you're incomplete without them because you're already filled. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's yeah. no, yeah, there's no need to look for those doors. Mm. And you have all these beautiful options. You like you said at the beginning, I have all these doors, and I don't know which one to go into. Well, who said that you have to choose one, right? When you're full and complete, you could go choose one and it won't be a right or wrong. I think that sometimes what happens is that when we feel incomplete, like everything goes into that one door, like, oh, I have to open this door and it has to be the right thing. And if it isn't, then oh, slam it. And then, mm-hmm. I you know, and there's so much weight in it. Um, yeah. And so if you can sit and be still and fill up your own cup, feel complete. And then you can go down all the doors you want. And there's not so, yeah. and it's with joy. It's like, oh, let's go see what's in here. Oh, okay. Not really for me. Let me go. Oh, I really like this one. And you go down that hallway, right? So there's, um, there's a, more of a joy in what's behind the doors. Not like it has to be on the other side, but it gets to be. Um, or Mm. you, you know, they get to have you. (laughs) That's what we want is like, they get to have you. It's not you having to have that. Um, Yeah. uh, How does that feel for you?
1: It's definitely a, a different way of looking at it. And I like, I like the idea of, you know, obviously being whole and that's, I mean, you, you were, basically spot on with just kind of, you know, like you said, you start to see these cracks and like, I don't feel whole. I feel like there's just things that need to be plugged in. And,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, you know, the idea of going through that door and, and it's, it's like, you know, like you were saying, they get to have me instead of me like receiving something. I like that. I like the idea of like refocusing my thoughts
0: in that manner. Yeah. So what I'm going to share with you in a moment, I'm going to bring up a screen and I'll go through some of these exercises you already know. And I, I already know, that you probably have them integrated into your life. So I'm not going to go through everything, but I'll, I'll share it with you in a document. I'll send it to you. So you always have it. And I love it. I love it because you can just have it there as just little reminders. Yeah. And say, oh yeah, let me try my, you know, my here and now I'm feeling, but there are um, a few, a few at the bottom. And I'm also going to share a little bit more like individually. These are sort of a nice little, package that we can use, but we're going to talk a little bit more specifically to you and um, after that too. So let me go ahead and share my screen. And move this up here. Okay. So for the first exercises are really... Um, really just to center you and ground you. So I think that these will be more of like those moments where you're feeling really stressed, right? Mm-hmm. Before you have to go out and, you know, poke everybody and <laughs> right. Yes. How can you catch yourself? And you are, you are in a very aware person. I know that you're self-aware and you even mm-hmm. said it yourself. I can feel the anger building up. Well, it's these moments where we can see it. That's where the real transformation happens is the, in the awareness, but it's also, okay, I have two choices right now. I have a choice to get angry, right? And sometimes we need to, sometimes we need to let that energy flow. And the crying fits that you have, right? I'm, I'm, I am I experience them too. There's a release, right? There's a release through that. So do you generally feel good after the cry, crying fits? I feel they don't hurt other people.
1: Yeah, like I feel like I'm I'm less likely going to start something, like start in yeah. you know, an argument or poke the bear. Yeah. You know, I some days I do feel like good cuz mm. I mean, we need a good cry every now and yeah. then. But yeah, other other times if it's not like a good release, I at least feel like okay, I'm 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 in control of my, in control of my emotions. Like I'm not going to just like start attacking someone.
0: Yeah. So those moments that you need that release, let it out in a safe way, whether it's crying, you know, I love a good dance, put on a little, Mm -hmm. make, you know what I would really recommend. It's not on this list, but for you, um, have an angry playlist. Mm. Like put music that lets you get angry and just like, put it on and go and scream and move around. I know that I know that the dancing resonates with you. <laughs> <Yes>. so, <laughs> I'll, I'll assign that to you because I think that the physical body needs that expression. That's what happens mm-hmm. when we feel anger is that there's no physical release. And that's why we go when we start those fights with people, right? So letting the cries, letting the tears come out is really good. If you need that, right? If it gets to that point, or again, like have a good, you can't run right now, but you can still shake out your limbs. You can still shake it out while you're, you're with baby, right? Yeah. Um, put <laughs> just like three, you know, you decide how long you need to be angry for. Maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's an hour, but put a playlist of music that lets you get to that place and just shake it out and feel it. Um, get a pillow, scream into it, whatever you need. Yeah, but yeah. these moments where maybe it's like, okay, I know that I'm not in a safe situation right now where I can do that, right? Then these mo- these exercises here, the centering and the grounding would be my go tos. Like you're just you're just right there. You're like I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling the fluttering in my chest. It hasn't bubbled yet, but can I do you know heal here and now? I'm feeling which you know, um, what we did today was here and now. I'm feeling a little bit, but with the hands on body. Um, um mantra is always something I think that you you work with mantra right Do you work yes, with mantra yeah. yeah so using mantra my favorite one of my favorite ways of finding that mantra for me is I write in my journal I don't know if you write in your journal but I write in my journal and then I find like the words that really resonate like what do I need to work on right now or what do I need to invite into my life or what do I need to release and I just take one word or a very short phrase and and then I use that as my, my just that mantra that hums underneath it all. So I might take five to 10 breaths with it right? use that for your centering and then just continue about your day. So my example, and I shared this in another session too, is my example was a couple of years ago was I was doing all this work too, Ashley, and I didn't feel any joy in it. It was like, mm-hmm. I'm doing this work, I'm doing this work, I've gotta change, I've gotta change. And I realized, oh, this is really sucks because <laughs> there's no joy. And so and yeah. I and you've speak, spoken this. So I'll even I'll even offer this mantra to you is just simply move with joy. So just taking those few breaths, saying move with joy, and then whatever task that you're going back into, can you bring a little bit of that spark of joy just by that mantra?
1: right? Just with the
0: breath, I move with joy. I'm going to do this now, even though I hate this task, I'm going to bring some joy into it. Right. Um, so that's something that I would offer to you. How do those feel for you?
1: Very good. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of, I like that mantra move with joy. Um, especially with just adding it into those, those daily tasks that you hate, um and I think it also allows an opportunity to bring in some playfulness too yeah Uh, just thinking just like thinking of those words that's what came up for me was playfulness like how can I make these tasks more playful
0: yeah I think that with your backgrounds, being in the military, not a lot of (laughs) playtime. Being a mom too, I think sometimes moms feel like they have to be the ones in charge and in control and they don't get to play, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you get to play, then they'll see like, oh, it's tight, right? Is that correct? Do you feel that? Like you have to be in charge and not let them know that you're playful but maybe yes. maybe play can come in maybe it's not showing them the play i would encourage you to maybe eventually get to that place and have that playfulness and i think you do i've seen you with your kids on uh, videos but um yeah. but to uh, you know let the joy come into that that experience even when you have to yeah. be strict mom
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. Yeah. yeah uh
0: the other ones for grounding uh you know, take these for what whatever works for you. I think that you have a lot of great you know tools already. But you know, if you're feeling like you know the hands on chest, I think is really great for centering. But if you need to identify your space, right? Maybe bring hands onto a chair or the wall or whatever, and just physically experience how you're physically supported, right? Because this is what mm. you um, we're speaking of is not feeling supported by the outside. So. Even if you don't have the physical people around you to feel support, identify, oh, this wall right now, as I push my hand into it is supporting me, right? I'm not going to fall over or I'm on the ground right now. I'm lying down. The floor is supporting me. Just so you can remember, make that a mantra of how you're already being supported.
1: Your mm-hmm. breath
0: is supporting you. Recognize, and this is sort of playing off of what, what's there, but but I think for you physically feeling it, but but also verbally recognizing what support do I already have? I have support in the floor. I have support with my breath. I have support right now with Phoebe sitting in front of me. Right. So look at the physical supports, the energetic supports that you do have instead of focusing on the ones that you feel like you're lacking. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: How does that feel for you?
1: That's good. I think I look a lot, towards people for support
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and focusing more on you know like you said the ground or the wall um, is is good because I think I'm like expecting that support from people and not getting in that's kind of where some of that that lack of joy happens too
0: yeah and but you're expecting the support but you're not letting the support in right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so no th- that's where there's that disconnect and so mm-hmm. when you can recognize oh i'm already being supported by the floor right now oh i'm already being um, supported by my breath right now oh i'm actually being supported by my husband who's being kind of a turd but you know what he took care of the kids right you can start to have those conversations and recognize where there is the support that maybe you're not feeling it is in the moment with X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. that he he mm-hmm. or whoever else is not doing. Um, but there is another level of support that you, maybe you haven't acknowledged. And so okay. that's where the gratitude practice comes in, right? Is that practice of gratitude. But sometimes it's, I, I know, um, gratitude is like when you're in that place where you just want to be angry, it's like... Fuck gratitude. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but if yes. you can turn
0: it into, <laughs> maybe you could just turn it into, well, what support do I do have right now? What? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Okay. Um. And like I said, there are other ones here that feel free. Do you have any questions about other ones and the centering and grounding that you want to? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Containment, I don't necessarily think but if there's anything that resonated with you maybe the hand squeezing the body right for just for you like I need a hug right now there's nobody around who's giving me the support maybe you need to have that physical touch like you said you haven't had a lot of friends new friends Um, you have your kids and your husband but maybe there are moments that you just need to kind of acknowledge where you're at and kind of I like to do this like the squeeze of my body when I'm feeling tense and I'm just like, okay, you're good. Like, give myself a pat on the back. <laughs> um, but those ne- those aren't necessarily ones that I thought, you know, were ringing bells. But is there anything on that list for containment that you want to explore I can share with you more?
1: Um, I think maybe, like, the tighten and relax mm. muscles. Yeah. That's actually would be a really good
0: one for you when you're – Cleaning out what did you say you were uh how did you say it get rid of everything Yeah, get rid of everything and check out this could be a good one for you at night is just tense everything up so you're just going to tense up your muscles to squish up your face and then relax it and just do that while you're meditating and with mm-hmm. your breath yeah so it, it gets it's like a ringing out so we have you know and you've you know this already, but, um, we have, you know, memory in our brain, but we also have memory in our connective tissue and our fascia. And so we're storing up that tension right through the day. So it's not just clearing out your mind, but clearing out your, your, your body. Right. So if you haven't done you know, stretching or anything, and you're already laying in bed and you're like, Oh, I feel that tension. Just go ahead and do a little bit of squeeze and relax, squeeze and relax. Does mm-hmm. that make
1: sense? That's good yeah because I, I do I do carry a lot of tension in my body too. yeah So that sounds. I think that would be really helpful for me yeah
0: yeah try that with your evening meditation and I'd also say if you have the the time and space just to do a little bit of gentle yoga stretches or something that mm-hmm. is a bit more on the restorative side at the end of the day because that will just help right um, let go of the what you're holding in your body yeah um so tapping um well tapping could be good i'm not proficient in the tapping world but in my somatic therapy class they talked a lot about tapping and so you could do like a butterfly hug or tapping the toes tapping the knees tapping wherever Uh, there's a whole there's a whole world of tapping out there but and you can go and do youtube or find you know professionals but What I want to say to you when you're doing the tapping, it's really important. And this could be a moment where you're feeling like you see yourself on the edge, right? You're like, I'm about to get angry. Um, Give yourself a little bit of a tap when you're in a good space. So this is about changing your pattern. So in your body, right? Not just in your thought pattern, but in your body. So when you're feeling good, you tap. And um, then when you pause and you feel like there's some, that bubble, that anger bubbling up, don't tap anymore. So the tapping's really a, a more of a reassurance, like, oh, I'm a good, I'm, a, I'm on a good path, okay. And then if you start to feel like, oh, I'm really angry again, pause, don't do it anymore. So that it's retraining your body to experience more of that, that neutral state. Does that make sense? Right
1: yeah yeah it does
0: okay. okay um do you have any questions about that
1: no tapping's not something that i've ever really explored yeah so i i would have to, I, like you said like youtube videos or whatever I'd, I'd have to get into those to know a little bit more about yeah. them but there, yeah
0: yeah there's a whole and you know what i have a wonderful i'll give a little plug um for uh, Coco who's been on the podcast before. She does body talk and there's a bit of tapping that's involved in that and she's wonderful. Shout out to Coco. Um, but yeah, I can give you her contact because that's a whole other thing in itself is body talk. Yeah. Uh, and that would be really actually wonderful for you in terms of connecting to your body again and listening mm-hmm. to it again and being more um, that that disconnect that you were feeling for yourself. We'll listen you'll be able to listen to the messages and, and see what's been transpiring there but she does a little yeah. bit of tapping too so I can give you her her information um, but just okay. in general in the somatic therapy world they talk about tapping just using it as positive reinforcement mm-hmm. so the the thing that I want to focus on here more for you are these last um, these last um, primary resources, is looking at different figures. And the one that I really want to highlight for you is the safe place. And so we want mm-hmm. to find where you can feel you can relax without. And I'm gonna, we're going to change the words here. It says without threat or stress or danger. I would just say, where can you feel where you can relax and just simply be you and be okay. completely accepted and completely safe and supported?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we can start, you can start with this, and you'll do this on your own or if you feel that you want to share anything right now when we sit with this, but you can start in the external, like where are you, what are the smells, what are the sounds, who's with you, you can start really on the external, but then what we want to find is you're going through that, really what you're feeling in your body. What, being in that that, that kind of external world of the safe place, how is your body responding to that safe place. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so when you can feel safe in your body, right, that's the eye of the storm for you Mm -hmm. because what's happening is that everything that everything's bubbling up inside of you and it doesn't feel safe anymore. And so that's when you go and you reach for that external person and bring them into the chaos. So if you can feel safe, in your body and go I am not feeling good here today <laughs> and feel like okay and again you can start with the external of that 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 like that fantasy of the safe place whether you've been there before it's just this idea of it um, but really tap into how your body is responding when you can get to that we can, that's when you're going to start to feel more joy in the experience of your body mhm that's where you're going to create safe safety for other people to enter into your space, right? So that's the one I highly recommend for you. Is there anything coming up as I'm speaking about that that you wanna share? And if not, that's okay. Not really. <laughs> okay. Do you have an idea? Did like when I said that word, was there anything that came up and you don't have to
1: share it, but... Um, really just finding that, finding that place, you know, I think when you first mentioned it, it's like, what, where's a safe place for me when I have kids running everywhere? Where can I go? So,
0: well, it's a, it starts with a fantasy. Like if I didn't have Mm -hmm. kids right now, where would I be? If it wasn't a pandemic, where would I be? And let yourself that's a, a really wonderful journal entry. I, I think that you are into journal writing. Um, mm-hmm. Just get really, get let yourself go and be free and have a lot of fun with it. Like let yourself dance around in those different scenarios, but then pause with it and then take a few breaths and say, oh, my body feels blah, blah, blah. And then write down to your, how your body's responding to that. How do you feel mm-hmm. internally? when you go into that fantasy world, not so that we're always going to fantasy world to get there. It's just the it's just that door. It's that door into you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah.
0: And the other one that I really, that I'm really feeling called to is the nurturing figure because I think this is what is a bit lacking for you, that you don't feel, and I don't know, I'm not saying that it's been lacking from your life in that you never had a nurturing figure, we didn't really go there today, but how can you create that nurturing figure for you so that you're not going outside of yourself to get the nurturing? Um, Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's good.
0: So yeah, and then if you feel that the protective figure too is, I don't, we didn't really talk specifically of, of those moments of when you weren't feeling supported, but the protective figure might also be important too. So we tend to think of nurturing as being the more feminine energy, the yin energy, and the protective being masculine, you know, more of that yang energy, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. So um mm-hmm. that's where again you'll get really creative. This can be somebody that you you know and just embodies that nurturing. It could be a cartoon character. <laughs> it could be, you know, a fairy tale. It could be a, just an idea or an energy. Um it can be really whatever you want. But again, it really comes down to when you're doing this journaling of the nurturing and the protective um how does your body feel in the presence of this kind of figure? Mm -hmm. And then how can you become that nurturing figure? How can you embody, embody it for yourself?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: How does that feel for you?
1: Good. Feels good.
0: Okay. (laughs) Do you have any questions? No. Okay. So yeah, you have some homework. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, and i'll I'll
0: definitely follow up with you but what we want to look at again is how can we create that safe place for you recognizing what kind of support you already do have just Mm -hmm. continuing to implement the tools that you already do have um bringing a little bit of this joy within those tools that you're already using just to remember maybe the mantra move with joy or have more of that intention um, having again a toolbox of like anger management
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right of the,
0: the playlist the angry playlist and maybe something mm-hmm. else there uh, that can just help release it let yourself cry it out in a safe way uh, and then again looking at when you're creating and, I, and we didn't really talk about okay how do we invite them in because I don't think that we have to yet you know the other people I think that what we really need to do is focus on you and creating that safety creating that nurturing that protective um you know energy within yourself and then what i mm-hmm. really believe is if you're really sitting with that and embodying it then that other piece will start to happen naturally okay and if it doesn't then you and i will sit together again <laughs> and we'll look <laughs> at that that obstacle okay how does that Great. feel
1: it feels good. Um, I like that. I have some other ways to deal with some of the, you know, the stress or the anger, um, that doesn't involve other people. (laughs) Just being able to work through that in myself. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's ultimately what it is, right? It's not the external, it's about, that is just a reflection. And I know I've shared that in teaching before, right? Everything's a mirror. So if you're feeling disconnected, if you're feeling angry, right? And you literally do that, right? You know, I'm angry. I want this person to reflect my anger, right? Yeah, you, That's what happens. So if we can change that inner reflection, then all of that other stuff will will start to shift too for you. Mm-hmm. okay so, yeah
1: yeah that's
0: good so we don't have to worry about them right now
1: <laughs> they've got their right. own
0: stuff yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and it's
0: easier said than done when you're in a household full of, of house full of people
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but uh 24 7 24 7 but yeah play with that and um and see what happens and uh and yeah i'm here if you if you need anything
1: Okay. Great.
0: Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I am looking forward to this trans transformation of Ashley.
1: (laughs) Yes, me too.
0: Do you have any other questions or comments before we wrap up our session here today?
1: No questions. It was very opening. There were a lot of things you were saying that it was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel that so much. <laughs> um, so it was very good to kind of just sit with some of the things that, you know, you and I were speaking about and, and realizing that that is what's happening for me. You know, yeah. So, yeah, that was good.
0: Yeah. It was, it was beautiful for me too. Like I said, you're my mirror, you're, I'm your mirror, you're my mirror. And I definitely felt like I know a lot of what you shared today because I, felt I was there and I still am. I'm not saying like, oh, I've Mm -hmm. nailed it all, but I definitely know exactly where you are. I've been there and still working through it. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to share what I've learned so far. So yeah. Thank you, Ashley.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Well, there is a look into our self-discovery session. So again, if you're interested in learning more about how you can have a self-discovery session with me, you can head over to my own website, phoebeleona.com, or also find me over at NomadAlwaysAtHome.com. You can definitely reach out to me and talk to me, but at my website, Phoebe Leona, there is a sign up there directly in the private sessions um and maybe by the time you hear this there has been the relaunch we're launching our new website coming out very soon so all all websites will be together in one beautiful place that's coming soon i'm not sure when the exact launch date is but maybe by the time you're listening to this you will have found your way there and again, if you want to dive in on the self-discovery session, or maybe you want it more in a small group setting, we will be doing these somewhat in a in a small group with Who Are You Becoming? This is my uh, six-week program where you get a self-paced course of movement practices and guided meditations and journal prompts and other really tangible practical action steps you can take to really become who you want to become in this day and age, in this new world we're reimagining together. Uh, and that also comes with six weeks of live calls with me and the group. So that all begins. You can start the self-paced course right now, but the live calls will begin April 19th. So you have a couple more weeks to, to start and get ready and do all the work. So go ahead. You can sign up right now over at Nomad Always at Home com. And I'd love to see you again. Please share this episode. If this resonates with you and you want somebody else, you think that it was of service and could help them. Please, please, please share the love we would love and greatly appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Have a beautiful day.